The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, Jesus said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And he said, Beware that you are not led astray. For many will come in my name and say, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and in various places famines and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you, and they will hand you over to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance, For I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to understand or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us pray. O God of unchangeable power and eternal light, look favorably on your whole church, that wonderful and sacred mystery, by the effectual working of your providence, carry out in tranquility the plan of salvation. Let the whole world see and know that things which were cast down are being raised up, and things which had grown old are being made new and that all things are being brought to their perfection by him through whom all things were made, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. One of my absolute favorite prayers in all of the prayer book. I was reminded when that prayer was read at the ordination of Mark Lycos, one of our own to the priesthood. Let the whole world see and know that things which had grown old are being made new that things that were cast down are being raised up. 
It's about seeing. It's about knowing. I want to try something a little different that we've been trying this morning. I want to invite you to close your eyes. And I want you to imagine someone who has taught you about love. Someone who maybe has taught you about our Lord through the love and care they have for you. What are the events, what are the experiences that have shaped you? How has this person loved you? What are the acts that they have done? How have they reached out? What are the stories that are coming back to you? What are the memories? I want you to dwell on that image for just a second. And now I want to invite you to open your eyes. Do you see that person differently than just another face? I was struck with an image this past Wednesday when we invited one of our previous rectors, Russell Kendrick, to be with us last Wednesday night. He was sharing some stories that, uh, of both um, of his new call in, in Florida and in the in Central Gulf Coast, um, and also some memories here from St. Stephen's. But something that he shared with me uh, has really been resonating on those words. He talked about that movement of going from seeing faces to seeing lives. And that gift of when we really know people intimately, we move to seeing much more. We see depth and meaning and value and love. Today is Consecration Sunday. It is the day in our church year and the practice that we've been having the last few years. It's, it's a, a day set apart where people turn in their commitments to the church. But it's really about taking what we ordinarily have and recognizing that it's more and recognizing that it's sacred and holy. It's about seeing things a little bit differently. It's about using what we've been given to build up the kingdom of God. I'm struck with this Sunday in the lessons, and we usually try to choose a, a Sunday in the fall based on, on calendar, but the lectionary has fallen on a pretty tough reading where Jesus talks about the temple and saying how it's adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God. And Jesus shares, as for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another, 
and all will be thrown down. And if we read that in context of Luke's gospel, the story that precedes this is the story of the widow's might, the story where we have a rich man who is supporting the temple and we have a widow who is also supporting a temple, probably with most everything that she has. And then today we recognize that temple, all those stones and that beautiful adornment are coming crumbling down. And the church is asking you to reflect seriously about giving to the church. It's quite a paradox. And so I can't hear this image of the temple without thinking of 1 Peter chapter 2, where Peter says, Come to him, a living stone, though rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight, and like living stones... Let yourselves be built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. For it stands in Scripture, see, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. I love that image. This is not the church. This is not what we're building. It is you that are living stones. It is each of you that are becoming the church for the world to meet. I think there's something about being spiritual people that if we are to be followers of Jesus... It's to see, it is to know, it's to see what is underneath, it's to see potential and possibility, it's to see that love that is reflected underneath the surface, it's to see possibility and hope and resurrection, it's to see the grounds of St. Stephen's on a chilly fall day or in the dead of winter and to know that underneath the surface There are daffodils and hope waiting to break through. To be spiritual people, to be followers of Jesus, is to see each other as living stones that the kingdom of God is being built on. It's to see that love shaping other people and to be open to that and to go farther. I step out of the pulpit because there's a role that I play as, as the rector of the church where part of the task is that you have called me to do is to make sure that everything runs well to some extent. We all do that work together, but there is a certain expectation. And so I find it odd that part of the, the, the role of being in the church is to, to say to give generously, and that's what we kind of suggest on um, Consecration Sunday, that we're asking for gifts. But here's the thing, it doesn't really matter. We're gonna be all right. What we're really asking for is something much deeper. That's to see profound possibility in each other. I asked you all to to think of that image 
of love, to picture somebody in your mind that taught you about love. But here's the thing. If I asked everyone in the world that question, somebody would be thinking about you. You would be that image of love for someone else. And at the very basic level, that's the image that God has for each one of us. So when we follow, following our service, everyone, regardless if you filled out an RSVP card or not, it does not matter, we have plenty of food. Everyone is invited to go into the parish hall and to share a meal. And there's a lot of tables out there because there was a bigger service at nine o'clock. So I don't want you to go and sit by yourself at a table. I want you to sit with someone else, to sit with somebody you don't know. And I want you to look them in the eye. And I want you to know that someone else sees that person as the image of God's love. That's what consecrate means, to see what is ordinary and to make it sacred and holy. And if we can do that to the person sitting next to us, that practice can be something that we take with us. How do we go forth into the world and see others as the gift that God has given? How do we take our gifts of time and talent and treasure and make them something much more? Sacred gifts. Because each of you are living stones and God's kingdom is being built upon that. May in all things that we do, may we glorify God and may we learn to have our eyes open to see the profound sacredness that is right in front of us, to see resurrection, to see hope and possibility. Amen.